0: I'm Cookie Miller, and this is Worth the Wait. Join me every week as I explore profound weight loss solutions beyond just diet and exercise, because a lifestyle change starts with changing your mind this week's episode is sponsored by cookie miller coaching a holistic online weight loss coaching service that aims to help women who have 30 pounds or more to lose this program is for the woman who has tried everything and is serious about making a lifestyle change visit apply.cookiemiller.com to book your free consultation call we are enrolling new clients now and space is limited What's up guys? Welcome back to the Worth the Weight podcast. I am your host Cookie Miller and today's topic actually came from our Instagram. So make sure you're following us over on IG at Worth the Weight podcast and you can definitely send us a DM or leave a comment with any topic suggestions or ideas that you may have and who knows your topic may be chosen for next week. Thank you to Katrina who asked about dealing with food cravings after the gym. So let's get into it. So in order to really understand where our cravings are coming from, we first have to take a look at what we're eating day to day. So I'm going to give you guys some steps to get to the bottom of your post-gym food cravings. First things first, if you are not already tracking your food, you want to start with completing a diet recall from the past few days. Now, ideally, I'd like to see like a week worth of this, but if that's something that you can't recall, because <laughs> I know sometimes it's hard to remember what you had for breakfast, right? So just go through like the first three to five days if you can, and try to recall what you have, you can use an app like MyFitnessPal. you can just old school kind of write it down, but use something so that you can recall what your diet has been for the past few days now in addition to thinking about what you've eaten each day you should also be thinking about the timing so what time did you wake up then what time did you eat breakfast what time did you eat lunch did you have any snacks Was it a busy day? Did you work out that day? Did you, if you did work out, was it a lifting workout or was it a cardio workout? How was your digestion? All of these different things you want to think about. And then what you can do is in MyFitnessPal, if that's what you choose to use, you can just scroll down to the bottom and add that to your notes. Or if you're just kind of writing it out, just write that somewhere because it's going to help you along the way. Your next step is to notice any patterns. Are you eating the same amount of food on workout days and on non workout days? Are you noticing that you eat more or eat less on days that you work out? Or maybe you're noticing that you have cravings on days where you skip a meal or days where you maybe eat later in the day, you realize that you're starting to binge later in the day. Now what each of these steps are doing is helping you to just have that level of awareness. A few podcasts ago, I talked about mindfulness and awareness for weight loss. Definitely go and check that episode out. But just asking yourself these questions about are you noticing any patterns? And first of all, how much are you eating? And when are you eating? And are you eating the same on workout days as you do on non workout days? Sometimes just that line of questioning will be enough for you to figure out a exactly what you need to do. Now, if you are someone who falls in that category of maybe you're you're eating a little bit too late in the day for your first meal, and then it's causing you to have these binge sessions at night, then something I found that has been helpful for clients and for me in the past, because that's something that I struggled with is eating with the sun. And so thinking about eating 7am to 7pm. When you're not eating past 7pm, then it's you're a little less likely to really go overboard or go ham on the food. I know for me, anything that I was eating past, you know, seven, eight, nine, the later that it got, it was the more snacky, easy to grab type of stuff. I'm up watching TV type of food. But usually pretty much at seven, I would say between seven and nine, if we're being super realistic, it's kind of when all of the good food has been eaten and (laughs) nothing good is happening really after seven or after 9pm as far as going to the fridge. So think about sticking with a schedule that helps you to eat with the sun. step three is going to be to think about meal timing around your workouts how soon before and after your workouts are you eating so what i recommend is eating something solid like 30 minutes to an hour before you work out especially especially when you're going to lift with the cardio you know a lot of people can get away with Fasted cardio and things like that. But with the weightlifting, you really need that energy and you really need to have those calories to really help you to push through your workout and hit any PRs that you may be aiming for. Now, a lot of what you eat or the type of food you eat, is going to depend on the individual, you know, some people really don't do well eating so close before their workouts, they end up being nauseous or not feeling well, other people need to eat really close to their workout so that they feel good. But like I said, generally 30 minutes to an hour before and what you want to think about eating is something that's going to give you energy. So your energy sources are going to be your carbs and your fats. And so what I like to do is, you know, a wheat bread or something like that, that gives you your carb source, it has some fiber in it. So it's not just a, you know, pure source of sugar. And then from there, you want to go with like a fat source, a good fat source like avocado. So think wheat toast with a little bit of avocado on it before your workout. And that will help you to have a bit more energy and really be able to sustain you throughout the workout. Now post workout is super important because this is where the question came from, right? What are you doing after you work out? Well, if you can get a protein source in as soon as possible after your workout, that is definitely going to help a bit with hunger because protein does help our satiety or our feeling of fullness. So this is why you see a lot of you know, like bodybuilder type people will have a protein shake or something immediately after the gym. You don't have to do it immediately after but I'd say definitely within an hour after working out, you want to go ahead and have something to eat. Now this is not to say that you only want to have protein, you still want to have those carbs and fats, eating those carbs and fats around your workout is very helpful, like I said, for energy before you work out, but also for your recovery after. So something good to have is like a protein shake, for example, um, especially one that has like a little bit of carbs a little bit of fat in it as well to just kind of help you recover now if you're finishing up your workouts and you're getting into Um, you know, maybe having lunch or something, you know, thinking about just having something that's going to give you all three of those macronutrient categories. So that could be something like grilled chicken, and maybe you have like some sweet potato or something that gives you a good source of carbs. And then having a fat source, like it could be avocado or something like that. Again, that way, you're able to get all of your nutrients in and you're able to start replenishing your body. Now I have saved the biggest and the best tip for last, okay, the weight loss industry has pushed 1200 calories on women for so long, I know that it's so easy to fall into that 1200 calorie trap. So if you're someone who's eating 1200 calories, I can tell you almost without a doubt that that is most definitely the problem if you're feeling very, very hungry after you work out. If you feel like you can only lose weight on 1200 calories, just know that that is not normal, unless you're just a very small human, you're short. um, (laughs) You know, and maybe you're maybe you're already you know pretty thin and then you need to be thinking about recomping your body instead of you know dieting but that's a whole other podcast <laughs> that we can maybe do in the future um but you should be able to lose weight in a healthy way at way more than 1200 calories. So if you're not able to do that, to me, that's saying something is going on internally, or there you may be approaching dieting in the incorrect way. And maybe you need to hire a coach or do something like that. But 1200 calories is enough for a child to live and be sustained on but it is not enough for an adult, especially Um, a woman who has, you know, if you're within the range of having still your reproductive organs, and you still have your cycle and everything like that, that it's super, super important hormonally that you're also eating enough calories. So a good way to really kind of figure out if this is what's going on with you is that maybe on non workout days, you're able to hit that low calorie goal. And it's kind of just okay. But on the workout days, it's like, Oh, no, like I am super hungry, I can barely do this. That is something that stands out and tells me that okay, you're eating too few calories, you need to eat more calories, and this can even come in handy if you're maybe not tracking your food, then that'll help you to realize that, okay, I'm not eating enough food. You know, another thing that really contributed to I think the issues that people are seeing with trying to do these low calorie diets is that at the same time that the super low calories were, you know, really becoming popular, I guess, again, Also, IIFYM was also becoming very popular and that's if it fits your macros. So for a few years, there was this thing going around where it was like, well, if it fits your macros, you can have it and (laughs) that that works for people who are maybe doing bodybuilding shows, and like they're just trying to give themselves a little something here and there. But if you're just a regular person, and you're trying to lose this weight, and you've struggled with having this addiction to sugar and to food for a very long time, then that's probably not going to work in your benefit, right? It's not going to be a good idea to take the low calories that you're already giving yourself and fill them with essentially processed um, over <laughs> entirely too sugary you know, types of food, you want to be filling those calories with as many whole unprocessed foods as you can. So yes, just because the Snickers bar will fit in your macros doesn't mean it's necessarily the best thing to have. And if you're taking that Snickers bar, and now you're taking that 200 calories, and instead of you having something filling and something nutritious, you have that, that of course, is going to trigger you to be incredibly hungry, especially after a work so think about the types of food you're eating. Think about the timing of your meals. Think about the amount of calories that you're taking in altogether. And of course, if you're not already using something to track your food, even if it's just old school writing it down, definitely find a way to track your food so that you can have that level of awareness and so that you can be properly fueled for your workouts. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of worth the wait. I know this was a super short one, but I hope that helped out Katrina. And if you have any suggestions, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out to us on Instagram at worth the weight podcast. You can also follow me at cookie Miller and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.